Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. You are very fragile, Captain Mercer. There's an anti-bullying law named after me. Yes, I'm aware of it. You haven't really inspired anyone with all that much confidence. I've had some personal stuff that's been going on. It's not really worth going into. Can I have one of these mints? Those are marbles. We want the clown alive. Wait! I think it's only prudent to caution everyone to watch out for pies. At this point, anything is possible. So yes, pies, seltzer bottles, balloon animals, be alert. You got this, right? Yeah. Why'd your voice just get so high-pitched? Huh? Your voice just got really high-pitched just then. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. You were like, yeah, no, it's all good. Well, then what was the high pitch? It's fine, I got this. Who would need a ship that? Welcome to Field of Geeks, episode 87. I'm Steve. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. And that's the show. All right. So we'll see Woo-hoo! y'all next week. Appreciate everybody's time. This is a great, <laughs> I know, right? A great reunion show. Trying to keep it, you know, short yeah. and sweet, succinct. Um, well, we said our piece before we hit record. We did. So. I, I think we've covered. We're exhausted. It. Yeah, we're exhausted. So if you can find the hidden tape of that, good luck. And great yeah. job, guys. I mean, yeah. seriously, this yeah. show I think was just a your input, smooth. Steve. Right, phenomenal. Yeah. Right, and yeah. the yeah. amount of editing you'll have to do. Very small, exactly. You know, so yeah. that's a that's a good. thing. <laughs> it works out for yeah. all of us. So yeah, but yeah, no. Welcome Happy. aboard. Uh, we're missing Joey. Yeah, still under the weather a little bit. Um, he uh, lost both of his legs in a car accident. Uh, which half the man sad. he used to be. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> and I just tell him, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, or your nubs, whatever. <laughs> right, whatever yeah. you, whatever. No, right. he's just got a cold or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Voice is kind of in and out. So hopefully he'll get better and be back with us soon. He'll be fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll just have a cool smoky voice on the show. I don't know, <laughs> Mr. Raspberry <Hey>. Joey. <laughs> yeah, let's don't do that. We'll, let's let him wait it out. Yeah, <laughs> until he feels better. A little bit. A little bit. Here's some water. A little, little creepy. <laughs> So, um, just a few things to talk about today. We've got uh, some Punisher to talk about, uh, some comic movies, some generic stuff there, and uh, Enola Holmes, which is a thing. Yeah, uh, I don't know about new craze. It's a new craze. I just uh, learned about. So I'm excited to learn about it because being a senior citizen myself, you know these you kids today and what you <laughs> what you get into that's going to be <laughs> what we make up, right? What you make up and. You know, with your honky tonks, and I don't know what I'm talking Preview, about. Preview: Sherlock has a sister now. Yes, there you go. <laughs> so uh, Jodie Foster, um, with not some anymore. editorial on Yay. comic book movies. <laughs> uh, some Brian Michael Bendis DC news, comic books in general, as far as the uh, business, and then uh, what are we watching on TV? So let's dive into the Punisher. Mitch, you just Excellent. wrapped it up. Oh man, what a show! What a show! Um, it kind of felt almost a little bit like uh, watching Daredevil when we first saw him, uh, although he did have the suit already in the first episode, and then somehow or another he decided to retire it and then kind of go rogue and finish out his final mission. I feel like I'm getting into spoiler territory, so I apologize. Go ahead. It's been it's out fine. for a while. You're yeah, I mean, you know, we waited, what, four plus weeks to yeah, divulge a spoiler good. on something, and <laughs> we lost one person. So. Hey, if you're spoiled, still go back and watch it. Yeah. It's worth the time. Yeah. It's just, it's awesome to watch. It's great. The one thing I'm really sad about is the fact that a sidekick um, that was just a story arc for the season, um, I really had hoped that he was going to be more of a, a showrunner. Um Oh yes, uh, his computer. Buddy, yeah, his right? computer oh, microchip. Of, yes, yeah. big big character in the comics, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of his Alfred. You That's know. Cool. Yeah, 
And and maybe he's going to be back. I I don't know. The way that they kind of wrote it though is that uh, he kind of finished that storyline, helped He'll him be back. get back to his family, which was a big contentious point uh, throughout the entire thing. Um, extremely well written. Um, I was screaming at the TV at the very end when I thought Microchip had died. Um, <laughs> oh, but no, and then yeah. they, they opened up the uh, the body bag and poof, there he is. Like, so if he doesn't get united <laughs> with his family. I'm I was be so mad. Pissed. Yeah, and then he gets shot. Um, but I had heard, um, because I kind of left it open for that guy that he did not kill um, in the merry-go-round. Mr. Jigsaw. Yes, Jigsaw, that he will be back, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, definitely a fractured face and a little Ooh, bit uh, more scarred. when he took his face oh, down yeah. the, the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that there was no holds bar on, on the amount of gore. Uh, yeah. that, that comic needs it. Um, and Netflix is the appropriate place to uh, to not shy away from that kind of stuff. So I'm glad that it wasn't on like Fox or ABC or something like that, or God forbid NBC. Yeah, um, you know, because let's not show a comic true. Um, just an amazing the actor. I I can't say enough about uh, that played the Punisher, John um, Berenthal. Yep. Yes, um, he finally got it, and if true. Because uh, there's a story where John was talking about going to a comic book store to learn more about the Punisher, and came up to the the checkout counter, and the guy goes, "No, you're not reading these. This is what you need to focus on." <laughs> yeah. So, big kudos to the the fat yeah. guy behind the checkout counter. Um, sure. And uh, yeah, I I cannot wait for season two. Just I, excellent casting. I I never yeah. thought you know like my fantasy list cast Frank Castle. I never thought of him. No, and he's got like. He's a perfect. He's got the perfect face because oh, I man. think he was a boxer at one point, so his nose is really kind of. He is up to and... Frank Castle what Ryan Reynolds is to Deadpool. There you know what I mean? Yep. Guys that are just born to play a certain role, yes. um, just totally nailed it. You know, I mean, great show. Yes. You know, this show to me is just so great, and it ranks up there better than. I'll take that show over any Avengers, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Captain America Winter Soldier, it ranks up there with that for me. Dark Knight, Wonder Woman, you know, there's sure. just there's key pieces that are just really great and stand out. Yeah. And the Punisher has to be one of those things, you know. It just it's unbelievable. It was pretty cool. When they go into the lair and he has all those booby traps set up. <laughs> yes. Just amazing. Oh, it was great. Yeah, yeah, which wasn't a surprise, you know. <laughs> no. But it was still amazing to yeah. watch. Well, and I think the first episode, because it's been a while since I've seen it, but I'm pretty sure it begins with Frank chasing like what two guys on a road with a van. Mm-hmm. He just uh-huh. plows into yeah. them. And then he runs, runs over. over. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or like, how about? Oh, that's awesome. Really the... set the tone, didn't it? <laughs> oh god. The hard part was every episode reliving like his wife getting gunned down. Like he'd wake up right. and there'd be like different parts of it, and then the whole montage where he he finally was like, well. Do I finally release myself of all this aggression and go with her, or do I stay back on... That, a lot of that stuff was very beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean... Tragic, they, very tragic. Very tragic, you know? And they, they not only was it a great ass-kicking series of cool yeah. stuff, but, I mean, you talk about addressing PTSD in a real way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Great and, way, and yeah. just... I mean, what a hats off. And I know he himself has talked about how he's glad he could bring that those issues to the forefront. Yeah. Sure. You know, we have people in our military every day that are offing themselves because they don't know how to how to live. Right. You know, when they get back. And it's the worst thing in the world, you know. And so something like this that kind of brings that to light, uh, that doesn't do anything but help it. You know? Sure. And I, cool. I haven't had a chance to uh, read any reviews of from veterans. I don't know. if I'm sure they're out there on the Internet. But yeah. I'm just curious as they were, you know, 
exploring these storylines, how's how's a veteran feel about right. this material? Because it, I think to me, it, it speaks to them quite a bit. I mean, it's it's a fictionalized show, sure. But it does actually deal with it brings in real elements yes, to it, you yeah, know, which sure. which is what makes it a great show. You know? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, it's not uh, eight jokes every you know two minutes. Yeah. Seven, no, you know? <laughs> there's yeah, there's very little joking. I loved the. Uh, there was kind of a, a little middle storyline kind of midway through that uh, that younger kid that uh, Sad. was yeah. battling that and also went rogue. And every evil character in there was evil. It wasn't like, oh, how are they going to make him evil? You know, as a big name guy. Is it believable? No, it was all very believable, even with the the CIA guy who had that glass eye or whatever yeah. it was uh, to the guy who was um, with, what was it? Uh, Jigsaw. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was believable and played very well between the good guy and the bad guy yeah. um, with that uh, that lady who was a cop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was just knocking it out of the park. You know, yeah. even the, the lady's mom, she has that voice, you know, it's like a smoky voice, but oh, it's yeah. kind of cool. Like she's been in a few movies. I don't know her name, but I thought it was interesting, you know, her relationship with uh, the main detective lady. And uh, yeah, we got to see uh, Thomas. Thomas C. Howell, is that right? Yeah. He was, it was brief, but... It was brief, but we saw him. Man, that was pretty brutal. Yeah, it was... But deserved. What scene was that again? Uh, he was the head of the F- FBI, I believe, yeah. in the beginning. Um, he was, it was either the FBI chief guy or one of the task force heads, okay. but it, yeah, he... Um, he knew about Castles, the, what was going to happen to his Punisher family. Punisher took him out. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, his that house. Was, there, yeah. That was awesome. Was a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. I was happy to see him. Like, hey, he's on a show. I know, oh, man. Oh, he's gone. He's done a good job, I think, in his later years. You know what I mean? I don't know. He pops up in, like, yeah. he's in Spider-Man. He right. He had kind of a weird, odd part. I mean, for, I don't know. It's actors. good to see him. It's good to see him working. Right. Cause he see was, Thomas Howell. There you see Thomas Howell. I was yep. kind of close, right? Yeah. You, you said Thomas C. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas C. Thomas C. is his, um, Peter Brothers Thomas neighbors. is a uh, uh, yeah. comic book guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, it's, it's cool to have. Uh, and I saw some other character actors in that show that I hadn't seen for a while. Yeah, from season two's ago. Yeah, yeah, already you know, locked. Yeah, already locked and loaded, and they're still going to continue production in New York. They said, "Sweet, um, yes." So they're not going to no Florida. Yeah, nothing's going to change up as far as you know, kind of the look of the series and the feel of it. So that'll be good. But I just can't wait. You know, did I he mean, ever join the Defenders? I didn't see Defenders, but I don't recall him joining them in the comics. Okay, I was just curious if the like if they do another Defenders yeah. run on Netflix, if yeah. he's going to be a part of it, I would really be cool. But it, yeah, and if not, at least some sort of cameo or something, right? Know, right, which would be pretty sweet. Like he'd be but, on the roof helping them out. Yeah, like uh, Daredevil season right. two. Yeah, but you know that show's not without its controversy. Sure. Um, he was uh, John Barenthal was talked to about some of the Charlottesville protesters. The big alt right thing that was right. going on, and people wearing Punisher shirts and stuff, and his response was very Punisher like, very Frank Castle like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, f them. Right. That's all he said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it was just pretty funny. Nothing else need to be said. Yeah, it's like you know, he uh, completely nails the character <laughs> just in the response. <laughs> you don't need to go into yeah. it further with him. Yeah, he no. Simply uh, said what he two words, and that's that's enough. You know, yeah. what else do you need, right? I mean, it was just pretty funny. Good for him because I think a lot of people were worried about that you know because everyone likes i mean a lot of people like the punisher you know from vast areas and it means a lot to especially a symbol to the military mm-hmm. and everything and oh yeah for him to do that that 
that was I think that was really cool just to say like no I'm not at all yeah I'm not giving into that right I'm not gonna you know sanction yeah you know idiocy <laughs> right. yeah. like my character is not level. for them right yeah yeah awesome. so that was um yeah good show though I'm glad you watched it I'm yeah glad you enjoyed it yeah, yeah that's amazing did uh, your wife watch it with you she did uh, she said that she thought it was better than uh, even Daredevil nice uh, ranked right up there as one of the top for her so good yeah because my my wife loved it too yeah. You know, she watched it all the way through, and she doesn't yeah. typically do that with some no. of the shows. And <laughs> man, it was uh, so it's cool how it can grip people mm-hmm. that are a little outside the genre sometimes, right? Yeah. yeah, like my wife and I watched Jessica Jones together. We just because of our schedules, it's hard for us to both sit down and watch. And I just couldn't wait anymore, so I've continued on. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I finished up Defenders and yeah, uh, Punisher, of course. So, yeah, I think the next show coming will be Jessica Jones Season 2. Yeah. My wife's actually excited about that. Like, she even said it before I really talked to her about it. Yeah. Like, Jessica Jones come back. (laughs) (laughs) She knows. We still got Daredevil. Like, I got to show you these other shows. Like, man, they're so... Yeah. They're so good. I I've been very very happy with all of them. So Yeah, the Marvel work on Netflix has just overall been really great. You know, that's a... Keep keep that mood. You know yes. what I mean. It's just really great. Good yeah, it'll stuff. be interesting if Disney ever pulls them from Netflix without you know having a Netflix involvement to see if those shows can really. I'm sure they'll be they'll be different shows. You know, I hope I, they stay with Netflix. My whole thing is, I think I think a lot of it's Netflix too. Yeah, that's you know making a good show. I mean, they're all over the place with great shows, right? And, and if Disney's going to pull it for streaming or something like that, yeah, you're not going to see what we're seeing now. You know, right. I mean, there were there are going to be huge, huge changes, and the Punisher I, should be I like, like, "Are what you we okay?" Have. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> MacGruber. The Punisher <laughs> is giving timeouts. That's the punishment now. <laughs> it's not, you know, uh, hot lead to the board school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't make me use this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wearing a suit and uh, did someone order a Punisher? <laughs> oh God! Yeah, it'd be a click, right? <laughs> give him some sort of sidekick dog or something, you know. And Canine. but yeah, <laughs> all right. So, um, so uh, moving away from Punisher, uh, going into Suicide Squad. Uh, Suicide Squad Two is also locked and loaded. You know, there's a little bit of it was up in the air a little bit, you know, because of the amazing critical response it got. Yeah. But the big three stars are set to return: Jared Leto, um, Margot Robbie, and uh, Will Smith. Oh, so, perfect! Yeah, they're right. all set to come back in, and it's funny that Jared Leto is going to come back after stating some of the displeasure that he had with the first one. So to get him to come back, I'm wondering what his role is going to look like. Yeah, you know, they're they going to put him to the forefront. I get that critique. You know, he should have been the main villain or what have you. For sure, for sure. You know, instead we just. Got a weird look at him, and then Poofy's gone. And... I just I don't think it was a fair judgment of his Joker from what we got because the scenes they they selected for that film yeah. were probably they could have been warm up scenes. If you insert the other scenes where he was able to go more into the character or do some of the things we've come to know him to do, I think it would have been more acceptable. But right. I don't think it's fair enough to judge him. I just don't think we haven't gotten enough, really. Yeah, uh, you know, to um, go on. And there. even even what we have, I didn't mind at all. I mean, the Joker is supposed to be insane. I mean, you know, there's nothing redeeming about the Joker mm-hmm. at all, and he's supposed to be weird, and he's supposed to be just completely out there. That's what we got, you know. So I mean, you know, I like let's, let's see more. The look, right? You yeah. know, like white white makeup, bright green hair. Yeah. 
uh, purple jacket, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, not even subtle, just boom, right. loud and proud. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, I didn't mind it at all. So it will be interesting to just see what, you know, uh, the second movie brings and how that's going to flesh out. But Gavin O'Connor is slated to write and direct it. So he also directed Ben Affleck and The Accountant. Oh, perfect. Uh, have you guys seen that one? I've heard wonderful things about that. I one. Amazing I've heard great show. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah, it was on HBO. And so, you know, I had a boring day where I'm flipping around. You know, yeah, sure. Can I watch? No one's home. And I settled on that. And I liked it so much, I watched it that night again when my wife got off work. I'm like, you've got to watch this movie. <laughs> so uh, I watched so the, it twice in a row. The direction, day. though, you think is, is good, too? It is. Right. You know, and the accountant is not. At least if he's going to take any sort of that direction style to this, it's not going to be near as choppy and crazy. He really slows it down and it's more character driven. And, and, you know, hopefully that'll be the uh, the direction. Yeah, I mean, I like David Ayer, but I think if the most that the sequel needs is a good editor. Right. Last time it was basically a trailer company who mm-hmm. edited the yeah. film. So, again, I don't think it's fair to judge Dave Ayer on that last movie. I just don't think it's fair. Right. You know, they kind of like Snyder. It's not fair to really judge these guys. All their projects were chopped up and recycled. Right. <laughs> you know? and, yeah. And, and the biggest thing is, you know, if Warner Brothers continues to be Warner Brothers, it's not going to be a great film. You know, it's just not, you know. So, I mean, that's one thing we have to try and hopefully avoid. But well, uh, I mean, I hope this is like what our well, it's our second official president of DC Films. Uh, I I hope that it's going to be, it's going to turn it around, and we'll see. You know, we stick to a plan. Yeah, I'll believe all of it when I see it because right now the only thing that just stands out huge is Wonder Woman. You know, right? The other stuff had great moments and cool things, and you know, uh, unquestionably, but it was you know, it could have been so much better. Yeah. Makes you wonder how much involvement really was within Warner Brothers and Wonder Woman itself. If it was more of a hands-off film, thinking ah, this isn't going to do well anyway, so let's just let them. Sadly, have it. I think Warner, I think I think Wonder Woman was given a lot of freedom because they didn't have a lot of faith in Wonder Woman. That and they also didn't want to be the people. I think that said to the woman director, "Yes, Patty Jenkins." Yep. Yeah. So I, I think. In a weird way, political correctness may have saved that movie. Yeah. You know? Um, and as a yeah. result, political correctness finally was great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm not a fan of that at all. But at the same time, right. yeah, she well, she's basically just said, no, I'm doing it this way. You know? And they they just let her do it, finally. You know? Right. And so, perfect. <laughs> yes, yeah. dear. So, yeah. the, the big challenge is going to be... Have her direct uh, everything in the DC. Yeah. 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 Just for a lot of people say... <laughs> Yeah, the, the Warner Bros. just shut up. They're right. Like, oh, the sequel coming, so that's going to be a challenge because I think any sequel is a challenge for many reasons, yeah. but mm-hmm. I think one of the big ones is studio involvement. You know, yeah. like, oh, we have a hit here. Yeah. I'm going to give you some more money, but we're going to have more say. So yeah. that I, I, I worries me. Right. But. And, you know, The Accountant was really good. And, I'm, again, O'Connor, he's got a few writing credits under his belt, too, that are pretty big. And so I, I, I'm confident in him. Sure. We'll see what uh, they let him do. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully it'll uh hopefully it'll be good. Enola Holmes. Sherlock's yeah. uh got a sister, right? She's yeah, he's got a sister. He's got a sister. Because at first I couldn't... thought it was it sounded like a boat to me. Yeah. You know, but I wasn't <laughs> but now I know that it's this is a thing. So Yeah. Well I, I didn't know until, you know, the other day, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, she plays Eleven on Stranger mm-hmm. Things. 
she's really the one that put the spotlight on this whole Enola Holmes. I had no idea. I'm a I'm a big Sherlock Holmes fan. Yeah. To me, I mean, if you took her away from it, I guess maybe the success of the book series, which is a it's a six book novel series by uh, author Nancy Springers, and I mean, aside from that, I would just think, oh, it's just a cash grab. Yeah. Oh, he's got another sibling, you know, because I really didn't know right. of Mycroft. I'm sure Mycroft was in old books, but I really didn't know until the movies and right. things like that. And, of course, it expands the universe. So, uh, Millie Bobby Brown being attached to this project, it, it seems promising. I mean, she's only 13. She's going to be starring in it. She's a great actress from Stranger Things, so... I think she could knock it out of the park, and she's British, so she's got that cool accent oh, yeah. going for her. So, yeah, she's also going to produce it, and she's only 13, which is nuts, because yeah. when I was 13, yeah, nothing. <laughs> TV watching, that's yeah. about it. Right. <laughs> nothing. I wasn't even sure what directing was when I was 13. Yeah, I didn't uh-huh. care back then, yeah. Why don't you just stand over here and do some things? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Batman Forever is awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get the McDonald's cup? I did. Oh. I did. That always makes me a little nervous. I'm guessing that there's an adult supervision. Kind oh of thing yeah, going I'm on. sure there is. She's just probably, ever so slightly. It's but probably she's more the main just nod. Uh, getting more money from the project. Yeah. You know, yeah. starring uh, payout and then producing payout. Right. She has to say so in the direction of the films. I think the yeah. directors. So I think that's also the other thing. She wants to kind of choose who she wants to work with. Maybe. Maybe it's the kids from Stranger Things. It's like, just cast them and everything. I love those <laughs> That would be awesome. Right? She becomes the new Kevin Smith. Yeah. Just brings along all of her actor <laughs> friends. Right. <laughs> Every project, all the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Enola Holmes was a character that, I guess, Mycroft and Sherlock didn't really know about. And in the first book, The Case of the Missing uh, Marquis, uh, she is looking for her mom, I believe. And so they meet up and yeah. realize they're all siblings. And they have an adventure. So... A six-part miniseries, so it's probably like another Harry Potter type of um, hmm. franchise, maybe. Not sure. I, I'll give it a shot. I'm still uh, wanting the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. God, film. I would love a third movie. I, and last I knew they were working on it, but I, I don't they know always still... talk about it, and then every once in a while he'll tease something with a picture, and nothing happens. Well, there's one time where he's like, "I can make these movies every other," but then he really got into the Marvel movies, yeah. and he's really. He's done The Judge, but he hasn't really Mm -hmm. done anything else outside that. So that'll be interesting once he walks away from Marvel if he can pick up other movies. But I I really hope there's a three still, even though we've had the Benedict Cumberbatch series, which was great, and this Enola Holmes series. Hopefully they can all coexist and we can still get our completion, if if not further adventures of Downey's Sherlock Holmes. I, well, now it's been, what, over seven years since the last one? It's been a long time. Yeah, it has. Yeah. It has. So, so it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Who knows? Hopefully she's Watson 13, is still married. This girl. It's yeah. crazy. And look at everything she's doing. I mean, that's right. amazing. Batman Forever, you were 13 when that came out-ish? Uh, I, uh, when did yeah, that come well, out? I might have been a little older. Really? Yeah, I was 95. So. Was it 95? Yeah. So, yeah, actually, I was... You were yeah. probably 14? Yep. Yeah. So I stretched it a little bit, but still. When I was 13, Blade Runner and E.T. were out. Oh, that's how <laughs> you old I am. So. You even got to see it where the police officers were holding actual guns and not walkie-talkies. <laughs> Which right. they have now taken out again. They put the guns back. Oh, did they? Last I knew, they Thank put the guns God. back. Because it looked really stupid. Yeah. yeah. 
They're all like you have like one hand way up here holding a huge walkie-talkie. Yeah. Oh yeah, they gave him big ones too. It's like gun-sized walkie-talkie. 1980 had analog walkie-talkies. Like the comb in Spaceballs in the desert. That's how big they were. Stupid. You know what's funny though? Like I I I showed my daughter the one with the walkie-talkies. They still say like dick breath and things like that. I'm like, oh my god, I can't. I don't want my kid hearing this. Right. Like there's movies from even our childhood that. I, like Home Alone of all things, they yeah. said a few things in there. I'm like, ooh, what? No, no, no. Yeah. But we kept watching. I just well, said listen. Bad I mean, listen to Richard Pryor jokes back in the day. I mean, nobody would basically air him. I mean, he was just oh, yeah. so rated X in his comedy, and now that's pretty much the norm. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, getting off a little topic, but SNL yeah. had a f bomb last, last night. night. Yeah. This is Sunday we're recording, so last night they had an f bomb by Sam Rockwell, which I. I haven't seen I it yet. I haven't seen it either. I usually wait until it's the next time. It'll probably be on Hulu. YouTube. It doesn't bother me anymore. But, they have them once in a while. Yeah, who cares? I think anyway, we're just but... so used to it. I mean, look overseas, like, you know, yeah. in you know United Kingdom. I think they've had uh, television like that for years. Right. Like nudity, cursing. There's yeah. no FCC overseas. Right. So, yeah. The, they just get it's fined, a right? Culture. If they say. Oh, yeah. well, they could. Mm. They don't always, but, you know, it just. I think if you're watching Saturday Night Live and you're expecting wholesome comedy, you're watching the wrong show. Yeah. You know, so just... You hey, know. kids. Come on. Right, over. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched Saturday Night, Night Live forever. So, Jodie Foster, given some editorial opinions on comic book movies, uh, she says specifically that it's bad content to appeal to the masses and shared shareholders. And before the next comment that I'm going to mention, she's got a point. But it, but at the same time, in that point, appealing to the masses is fine because you want to make money, right? You have to right. be able to be profitable to continue to do whatever you want to do. Right. And films like Avengers or films like, you know, um, Star Wars, that type of money that comes in can help fund littler, smaller projects and, you know, all those things. You know, it's not just money that goes into someone's pocket you know there mm-hmm. that gets used for the company and and so you know uh, when, when when she talks about you know just appealing to the masses well that's not always a bad thing no because yeah. isn't that what the whole movie that's, industry that's the is point. entertainment right. itself is yeah. about that isn't it well right. if we took her principles then deadpool would suck right mm-hmm. totally and punisher would suck now when she says to the shareholders that i agree with that's where we get Justice League. And that's where we get Justice League. That's where we get the Suicide Squad. Yes. You know, that's where we get anything that someone has stepped in when they shouldn't be stepping in. Correct. You know, so on. I, I agree with her. Uh, she's batting 500 with me so far <laughs> <laughs> on the comment. You know what I mean? So. I mean, I, yeah, let's face it. She's she's not a dumb person. You know, no. like she's oh my gosh. accomplished and so much. And she's an amazing actress. Yes. I mean, come on. I mean, she's uh, she is phenomenal in pretty much anything she does, you know. Sure. And so. You know, her opinion has some some weight to it, but like everyone, no one's, you know, everybody's got opinions that aren't always right. The next comment was, um, she said, it's ruining the viewing habits of the American population and then ultimately the rest of the world. You know, that's where I think we're getting on the, you know, hype train. (laughs) It's like burning books territory. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's... They're just movies. That's it. They're just movies. If you don't like them, don't, just like anybody, don't watch them. Right. You know, Thor and Hulk. I'm sure it was fun to watch. I'm still waiting for the video. You know, I mm-hmm. didn't Spider-Man. I waited for the video. I just these these things where I'm not 
100% sure that when I go into the movie, I'm going to walk out being all jazzed up. You know, just don't watch it or wait, you know, and... I could see that comment being true if you were forced to watch every Marvel movie that came out. Yeah, but you're not, like it was, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, then that's understandable, but this is one where you can actually pick and choose. You don't want your kids playing a violent video game? Don't buy it for them. Yeah, don't let them. You know, and so again, what, where I think she has a little bit of merit, you know, on the shareholder piece of it, uh, I think by and large that message is just, you know, it's her opinion. She's welcome to it, of course. Uh, I don't happen to agree with it, but... Yeah, just it's just funny that she yeah seems so passionate about it. <sighs> well, it's like you know, it's like maybe it's an opportunity to everyone up their game. You know, yeah. Uh, I think if anything, if you got to break through that whole comic book um, area, you know, you have to make something very good and make it count. Right. Make the material really good, worth the time. You know, she's put in some stinkers, and yeah, everybody does. You know, I don't. I think it's lazy to be mad at these movies just because you know you got to up your game a little bit right it's and, all for entertainment and hey look at the oscars mm-hmm. last i checked uh last movie that got nominated for best picture that was comic book was dark knight i think right now you can you know talk about special effects and screenplay maybe i don't know but you know it's right. like the way she's saying it is like yeah everything, it dominates everything, everything nominated right. is all comic books and it's yeah. like come on that's a little silly right but you remember there was a period of time right before the big comic book breakout where they were recycling movies hollywood's gotten stale all of a sudden marvel comes in original storylines they've had time to develop these characters sure. they have a lot of source material to choose from and then everybody just stops caring yeah. And so, basically, comic books take over. When have you seen an Oscar-nominated movie do better than a Marvel movie in the box office? Yeah, it's critically acclaimed. Yeah, it wins an award. But it doesn't make near as much money as the Justice League yeah. or Batman Avengers. Superman right. or whatever, you know. Right. It's because they've gotten stale. Sure. And now she's pissed off about it. Well, and it also might be, in a strange way, a calling card. Like, hey, Marvel DC, ask me to direct something. Yeah. So maybe that's in a way what she's trying to do. It's funny though because her one of her best friends is Robert Downey Jr. So that's yeah. kind of like a slap in his face. You yeah. Know? It's like I don't think what I don't think he believes what he does is is like that. No, I don't crap, think so either. Otherwise, know? he wouldn't continue to do it. You know. No. I mean? I mean, of course, he's getting paid a lot of money, but I still think that you know at the end of the day, he's he's an artist and he wants to right. He wants to entertain people and. Or has she just been overlooked for the paycheck, you know? I mean... Yeah, well, it's like, it's kind of, it's really a shame because it's like, what about Patty Jenkins? Do you think about... Yeah, did she see Wonder Woman? I'd like to see what her opinion might have been on that, you know, because, I mean, that was critically and commercially successful. Right. You know, that film was, so... And it deserved it. Comic book characters can be just as meaningful as other characters created, you know, with for movies and, like, last night... My daughter had a few friends over. One of them came out in some Wonder Woman pajamas, oh, yeah. like a nice hoodie. And I was like, hey, those are really sharp. And she's like, yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, my mom says I can be here someday. And it's like, wow, that's really powerful. Yeah. And it doesn't mean she's going to be a freaking right. superhero. But it's no, but like, it's a mentality you're passing on, you know, yeah. in the hope and that sort of thing. Adapt you know, that's that. Great. I can do it. Right. You know, and apply it to anything you do. And, you know, a lot of these movies, I think, are smart. You know, they're really... Um, I think they're much better than they used to be. It's like it's right. like she hasn't watched the movies in the last ten years. You know? Well, and I think her, I think the the ire is drawn to the wrong place. You know, mm-hmm. she's blaming comic book movies and that sort of thing for for what's being chucked out. I'd blame the creators more than I would. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like in in comic books when someone says, "Ah, oh, this character's stale." 
and you know they complain about a character and to me it's like well maybe the writing team Mm -hmm. is stale maybe the art is stale right you know i i think that your your imagination is is not limited but you limit it Mm -hmm. when you're saying that you know something's stale or this genre is just not good well it's funny because uh, you know a lot of people move up this way they they become actors directors writers why not you know i know some have but why don't some of them go even further up the ladder, like, like you know, uh, managing a whole company or right. being one of the higher ups that calls shots? Because you work yourself up and you, you know, probably have the skills to not make so many damn messes. But you know, it can backfire too. Some people thinking they they know everything and which <laughs> happens all the time. They can now. go work at Warner Brothers, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, exactly. And here's another food for thought. How long has it been since you've actually been excited to see an actual director movie? Mm-hmm. Now, well, for me, yeah. when I see a Clint Eastwood movie coming out, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. go see it. Somebody else makes another movie like Marvel. I mean, it could you can interchange so many directors in that. As long as it's not McGee or something like that, you're fine. <laughs> Thank God. But <laughs> yeah, or Ewell Bull or whoever that guy is. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a long time, and Clint yes. Eastwood's the only guy that I'll. Pay two cents to go see something that, and Ron Howard. Ron Howard's another. He's got yeah. He's a great. He's director. another great director. Steven Spielberg. Um, yeah. it, back in the day, man, there was no better. But now it's kind of like. Ugh. Was it the seventies that directors became more of a, a popular like? Oh, I'm going to go see this because of this director. Because I'm sure. I think in the yeah. the whole Godfather piece, and then Lucas, know, Scorsese, yeah. Francis Lucas, Ford Coppola, and, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, that, that stuff. Um, those guys kind of started that, but you know, again, you're right. And that's a really good point is I don't know if I'm excited about a ton of directors anymore or, you know, I feel like that's just gone to the wayside. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, what was the last Spielberg movie made? The post that just came out. That Did was, it? uh, he, he's doing ready player one, but before that, that one looks pretty good. He hasn't really been Spielberg esque to me right. for quite some time. He's just been kind of sitting in stasis. Yeah, just kind of just spitting movies I'd out say here and there. In money. movies, yeah. but a lot of his movies in, feels like in late seem like they don't like just don't have an ending. They can't end. There's like yeah. his, I don't, we don't know what to do. His uh, last great <laughs> one, I think, was Lincoln. That's where he poured a lot into a it. Movie, yeah, Not only did he pour a lot into it, he also dressed up just like any other actor mm-hmm. would in the scenes to really portray that this is a serious piece. Nice. And it, it gave credence to the entire movie, and I think it helped the actors realize the importance of what they were trying to portray on screen. So, it, to me, that was Spielberg's last great one. Now, if Ready Player One's the next I hope big so. Spielberg I hope one. so. Because, man, we got some duds from him lately, and George Lucas, we all know, phoned it in and sold the rights to all Star of his Wars. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just, I guess for her, it's like, put up or shut up, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, what, let's see what you can do. Right. You know, why complain about it? Why even bring it up? You know, it's, <laughs> I still think it's misguided. It comes off misplaced. being a snob, right. really. Yeah. And, you know, I think she also said, like, oh, I would never do a film for $200 million. But, you know, I looked at some of her uh, past films, and yet she didn't direct these, but she was a part of them. Uh-huh. So Contact, she made in 97. That was a $90 million budget. Now, adjusted for today's inflation, it's $138 million. Yeah. So you're pushing to you're it pushing already. It. Yeah. Maverick, 94. That was $75 million to make. Today it would be 124 So 
You know, it's yeah. like she's it's been in hypocritical her own a little movies, bit. Right. Yeah. It's like and she's giving us crap. I didn't like flight plan and things like that. Panic I thought room. that was dumbing down the was audience. She in Elysium really? or yes, okay. yes. I didn't see that one, but I've heard it didn't really go well. It was visually pretty cool movie. Right. But is utterly pretty forgettable. You sure. know, as far as the, the movie itself and the story, I all I can tell you is there were some bad guys and some good guys. <laughs> yeah. And some really cool visuals. That's funny. Because and that's it. That's all I can remember. Yeah. There bad guys and good guys in comics. Ah, and cool visuals. Is that possible? No, it's impossible. Just, oh, it makes me so mad. Like, yeah. Why? Why do people got to do this? Like, you know. And look, she's even friends with Mel Gibson, who was entertaining the idea of directing Suicide Squad two. Yeah. And he was in Expendables three. You know, a dumb action movie. I liked it, but it's a dumb action movie. Right. It's not like oh we're we're here to you know yeah they're not trying to change, to change the world the they world, know what man. they're doing when they make yeah. Expendables we got you know? Dolph Lundgren right. but in that kind of a movie gun. you already know that it's just a whole bunch of eighties actors that were big names back then it's not going to be serious it's, it's going to be goofy selling point yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's a their, great movie yeah they can add to their four hundred one k when they make it you know I mean just yeah. gives them some more money big deal you know right and, and there's an audience for yeah it. of course Gibson was in Daddy's Home too yeah which you know the first one was funny right but it's like are you taking a stab at him too? Yeah. Or, you know, it's like you got to be careful who well, you. He'll be say in that. the next Lethal Weapon, right? Yeah. So and holy crap, Jumanji! Where is that coming from? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's out a, now, right? Yeah, that thing's staying strong for like four weeks. It's dumbing down people. That's yeah, dumb because we're all dumb. I would like to see a movie <laughs> with nothing but good guys, and then just have a really tough time making it. Uh, because they're just trying to decide what to do next. Yeah, oh, just man. you know, it's just like a weekend. I would make five million. Hey, man, you thing. hungry? Sure. Yeah. Do you want some food? Yeah. What would you like? Chicken. That's great. I have some in the refrigerator. It's free range. <laughs> you know, <I> mean... <laughs> hey, don't dumb it down with free range. Well, it's got to be chemically treated. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think better for the environment, and you know. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna right. change the world. Well, enough about this crap. I mean, she's. She can just go yeah. chill out. Jeez. Yeah, it's like I yeah, like you. I see. I see your point. I'm yeah. not you know trying to write her off. Like, oh, go screw yourself. But you know, it's like she has a good half point. Yeah, yeah she, she had a good half it. point. You know, but uh, you know, she she really got a little bit more <laughs> opinionated about it and kind of went off the rails. Probably had a few drinks. Maybe yeah. you know who knows, right? A lot um, of built up rage. Maybe she's doing heroin again. No, totally kidding. <laughs> I'm totally, not mainlining PCP totally anymore. Not, not. <laughs> oh, if Steve should have interviewed her. That would have right. been funny. No, I <laughs> probably. Really? Wouldn't be a good idea. Are you? Uh... <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I love that YouTube video. Yeah. Was that Carson you did? No, I was her West Virginia oh. accent thing. <laughs> her Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. Just don't do Nell. <laughs> right. Don't no. do Nell. No. No. Um, <laughs> So, uh, more comic book stuff, not movies this time, but dumb actual stuff. comic books, dumb, <laughs> stupid crap. Um, spoilers, dumb stuff ahead. Um, so, DC Comics, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, we talked about this before on the show, that he made the jump from Marvel to DC, and since 2000, he's been, you know, synonymous with Marvel Comics, you know, writing Ultimate Spider-Man, he's done some X-Men, he's done pretty much everything he's done, um... Over there, his first work, it's finally been confirmed, is on Action Comics 1000. Wow. Wow. So it only took since 1938 
to get to a thousand in the numbering. Um, but what a cool way to, you know, get him jumped in there, you yeah. know, with the, with DC and, um, the story he's going to do will be, um, the art will be done by the co-publisher of DC comics, Jim Lee. Wow. Famous artist, amazing artist. Nice. Um, just incredible. But, uh, so it's going to be pretty cool to see. I can't wait to see what he puts out. Um, I can't wait to, I'm actually going to get a physical copy of that book. Um, awesome. as well as on, you know, comiXology, so I can just read it anywhere and bag that one up. Sure. And, you know, they'll make a million of those, so, you know, they'll be worth something in like 80 more years from now <laughs> and I'll be long gone, but, so you know, someone will have it. So, but yeah, it's pretty neat and it's going to be an oversized issue Ooh, uh, with awesome. multiple creative teams and doing different stories oh, and, cool, cool. and that sort of a thing. So it's going to be really exciting to see, uh, and you know, how appropriate to have him come in a huge, big name. And his first work is the big guy himself, you know, no, Superman. Of course. So, of course. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what he brings to the table. That's cool. And hopefully maybe get involved in the film someday. I maybe. Mean, who knows? I mean, he he's created so much great Marvel work, you know. And um, even though I'm more of a DC guy, I still I got a ton of Marvel stuff, you know. Sure. And, and his stuff was always great. I mean, I remember reading Ultimate Spider-Man. I got the trade paperback because I didn't get it when it was first new. And I'm like, oh, I'll just... Yeah. It was one of those times where I'm at Barnes & Noble and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to get. I'm like, I've been staring <laughs> at things for like mm-hmm. four hours. It felt like four hours. Like, I got to buy something. Yeah, it's probably like six minutes tops. But uh, <laughs> So I picked it up. And I ended up getting all of them. Wow. <laughs> you know, it was just really good stuff and nice. he's a great writer, so it's going to be fun to see him uh finally getting mixed into the the fold over at DC. Sure, sure. That's but awesome. uh, you know, and and when he gets over there, hopefully that'll give maybe the industry a little bit of a boost. In December, December saw a huge drop compared to the month prior um in in comic sales. Uh, so the direct market really dropped from uh, November to December. And then this December versus last December at this time was 14, 16% less. You know, it was pretty, uh, pretty big number, you know. And uh, wow. while DC led in sales numbers uh, for dollars, Marvel sold more units, but Marvel has more stuff out too. Sure. Um, but nonetheless, you know, whether you're a Marvel person, a DC person, or an image person, whatever... You know, if I could recommend anybody to do anything, it's go out and buy some comics. You know, yeah. I mean, when when the industry is already shaky to begin with as far as sales goes, and then you see a huge December plummet, you know, you got to wonder, oh, geez, let's get understand. back out of that funk, you know? Yeah, I, what don't I want what, them to take that away from us. What I've never been able to fully understand is how do we have all these movies that are making millions of dollars, and they can't get the sales to equate over to comic books? Well, what's, what's the disconnect there? I, I, you know, that's a great question. Um, I don't know why. Well, and, and they'll go to comics sometimes, and they're like, "Well, this isn't the same Iron Man I'm used to reading," or "This isn't, you know, whatever." You know, Superman and Batman are different, or uh, you know, whatever the case may be. But at the same time, yeah, you'd think there'd be a natural lift at least. Right. I mean, it doesn't have to equate to movie success, sure. but you would think that sometimes you'd see a lift. You know, and sometimes you see that when a movie does come out, you know, so like when you see Avengers come out Mm -hmm. or Spider-Man come out, there's a little bit more interest in Spider-Man or whatever the case is. So I don't know. It's 
it just sucks to see the... Yeah, because, I mean, you hear these directors, they're like, well, we used inspirations from this comic book series. Yeah. Why wouldn't you see a whole bunch of people going, okay, well, let's let's take a look at that and see, you know, what we're kind of going to deal with with this movie. I mean, I get that there are people out there that don't want to be spoiled, right, and it's not sure. going to be exactly true to the book or the comic. Um, but I just don't understand. Is our brain seriously that wired now where we don't have the patience to read something it's all about yes how you market it too <laughs> i mean it's just yeah <laughs> you'd think that there would be a bigger boost in these sales when they start mentioning okay we've we took things from this book and, and well, integrated I, them maybe it should be like the the comic book owners themselves how how you sell a comic is it's all about advertising like you know hey if you like this movie yeah these books right here were based off that, and this writer has written these other books, yeah. and so on and so on. And the tough thing is just getting people in the door. You know, we're a society that anymore is just focused on this. Yeah, you know, they're exactly. they're on their phones all the time, yep. swiping, 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 and you're getting five to seven seconds of content before you're looking at something else. Sure, you know, and so to sit down and read an actual book, God forbid, or you know, even a comic, you know, that's a uh, I think that's a tough pull for people to do. Um, whether I agree with it or not, I just think that's where we're at. You know, well, and, yeah, it's it's just like the newspapers. Like you take away electricity, you still have those things, right? You can read them, yeah, and they're they're beautiful to read. And just the experience of going into a comic book store, just smelling that new paper smell, oh, yeah. and just you know, have uh, something tangible in your hands that you can look at and enjoy, and you know, it's, so much in there to to take in, yeah, and. Yeah, or like you have the internet, so if you don't want to really waste your time or your money, find comics out on the internet that yeah. have been like great ratings or they're based oh, off a yeah. movie and just go for those. And, and Comixology is just strictly a digital platform, you know? I mean, sure. you can read pretty much anything there. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's uh, there, There's so much. And, and you can't say comics, well, they've gone up in price, blah, 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 blah. And well, they have, and they kind of have too, you know. Mm. When the numbers are smaller and smaller and smaller for people buying them, in order to keep creating them, they're going to have to continue exactly. to increase. Uh, you know, these people have to eat, yeah. You know, and and uh, continue to make content. So, I don't know. Um, you know, if you're listening to this, and you know, maybe you've gotten out of comics a little bit, uh, you know, get back into it. Uh, go buy something, pick something up, you know, and. Um, at least just browse around, you know, ask someone at your local comic store, you know, hey, what's really selling well or what's what's something really good to read? I will promise you those people will have a lot to say. Oh, yeah. You know, they're happy to point to something. Spread the word. If you got yeah. friends, you know, hey, check it. Just like when you're a kid, check this book out. Yeah, and most and places have like top you. picks and employee yeah. picks and things like that. And, you know, it's, uh, it's cool. It's fun and it's great. And, you know, even if it brings you into it, get something old. Get a trade paperback, something that's already been published. And, you know, does that does that spur your interest enough to get into it long term? You know, hopefully it does. Well, and I think it also helps if uh, you really want to help the industry not just to buy, but if you are comfortable enough and you want to have a voice, you know, you can start up a YouTube channel or whatever or podcast and you can review these comics, go in depth. There's an audience out there yeah. and you, you can help bring people in and, oh, that book, that sounds really cool. I'm going right. to go out and buy that book. Or, you know, sometimes we've recorded and afterwards one of us has gone to the comic book store because yeah. no, somebody yeah. mentioned a mm -hmm. book. It was in the news also. Yeah. and. Yeah, I I really don't want that industry going away. It's it's very special, and you know it's um, 
it's sad. These movies should be helping the industry, you right. think. But, yeah, it's... Um, and then on a month where you're supposed to have an economic boom and, you know, yeah, things Christmas like that. Christmas and... and <laughs> you see a huge decrease in a market. It's like, gosh darn Ouch. It. It's like, yeah. I guess I don't need heat. Uh, right, yeah. Turn that off. <laughs> I ate last month. I'm not yeah. hungry. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, anyway, that's... Uh, I just want to bring that up. I was reading online yeah. and saw some of the sales numbers and I was like, geez, that's kind of a... That was a big shock. Wake the people up. Wake the people up. <laughs> so watch lists, uh, watching stuff on TV. I just put down a few things. I added X Files. So cool, X Files yep. is yeah, it's back now. The second episode was just the other night. Um, I've watched both of them, and and I've liked them both. I know there's like a twenty some percent drop from episode one to two in viewership. Ooh. Huge drop. Wasn't this the second season of the um, of them bringing it back? I uh-huh, thought this is the second. Yeah, right. So, you know, and it's, I think, what, another six episodes? I, it's, I know it's something short. Right. I don't remember the exact it's amount of Fox, episodes. Right? It's on Fox, It's on Fox. Regular these, TV. I don't think like they a... did a very good job of, of promoting it, though, because all of a sudden, boom, there it is. Yeah. Well, and I, to, to my credit, yeah. though, I don't watch enough regular TV anymore. Um, I'm a straight Roku guy, so I have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and HBO Go. Sure. And, you know... Get I've some seen of, a lot of commercials and you know yeah right, I'm not yeah. but I mean there's there's other venues you know the website ads IMDb I mean push it through electronically don't mm-hmm. don't just rely on your Fox TV marketing for it yeah well how many shows are in these new seasons are they a full order I think they're only like six episodes okay so they're kind of like a mini series mm-hmm. type of deal mm-hmm. which I think is the best way to do it with all these rehash of sitcoms right. uh i'm not sure if will and grace has, has done that approach but their their viewership has gone down i think it's awesome to bring back these like retro shows that are very you know dear to us from the past but i think they should have like a limited run then there's time yeah. to breathe a little bit and then if you want more they'll bring more back but it's not yeah. going to like outdo its welcome you know yeah, and I, you know x files has taken that approach and and honestly i've i've enjoyed it you know since it's come out they're really dealing with current type stuff, having an administration that's not a big fan of the FBI. And, you know, just, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it's cool how they can integrate today's yeah. stuff, technology stuff. And, you know, whereas, you know, back in the early 90s, they didn't have a lot yeah. right. that they could really pull a reference from. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's, you know, it's fun to see Mulder and Scully, you know, with some modern technology in their hands and, you know, doing that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I've been watching that one. That one's pretty good. So I, I recommend that to uh, anyone. It's on Hulu too. Oh, cool. so, awesome! You know, awesome. if you want to catch it, it's it's still out there. Well, and I heard that um, what uh, who's who plays Scully again? Uh, Jillian Anderson. I heard she's leaving X Files. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, this will be her last go. So I don't know if they'll do any more. Mm. You know, I don't think I don't think the plan to do more is without both of them. Right. So this could be this could be the deal. I don't yeah, know. I mean, let's and who say, knows? They both have said that in the past. Yeah, could and be then a they changed their mind. Thing, maybe right. Hopefully, yeah. It's funny because she was on the Nerdist years years back, and they were talking about like, oh, you should revive X Files, and they actually were like pushing like Twitter hashtag out there, and now we have Roseanne coming back and other yeah. shows. Yeah, it sucks because like uh, I enjoyed them coming back. If they can finish out their story per season, these shorter seasons, and right. at least you have an end to it. Yeah. D- did they? Because I know they had an X Files second movie come out 
long time ago. Yep. Did they incorporate any of that into the series? Like, not really. It, no. Does it ignore anything that happened before? Yeah, or? It, it ignores it, but it doesn't like act like it never happened. It just they don't revisit. They just it. move on. They're not. Yeah, they're really into the mythology piece of it right now. Okay, going back. It's not like a to, sequelized right show. So yeah. you know the the whole mythology of the, the first X Files. You know the whole okay. alien piece. Yeah. The take over and all that they're addressing a lot of that stuff and Sweet. which is cool because you know that's the stuff that people wanted wrapped up yeah. and never got wrapped up you know and and x-files is cool when they have you know off episodes that don't really address the main storyline right you know and it went long enough that it could do that but wrap it up <laughs> so there it looks like they're working on it so we'll see right but uh you know i'm not going to spoil it but there's a couple very familiar faces if you're a fan of the show that came back um, in these first two episodes and uh, so yeah if, if you liked the show uh, back in the day give it a shot it was it was pretty cool and then uh, Travelers hmm. I know Josh and I yes are uh, big Travelers fans uh, I think you're ahead of me now aren't you uh, if that or like a little right around there or, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, season two of Travelers is out on Netflix and we're hoping for a season three. Um, if you haven't watched that show, uh, just say goodbye to your life because it'll be gone. Um, it's one of those where join it's just, us, Mitch. Yeah, join Mitch. Join. You have Netflix. <laughs> I do. And um, Allie would like it. Travelers. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer loves it. Oh, cool. She hates sci-fi crap. Yeah. You know, with a undying passion. Yeah. Just see the pilot. Yeah. You're gonna be confused. And if you're not hooked. Yeah. By the acting and the quality of the you know whole production. Uh, it's a pretty amazing show, you know. So, synopsis: people from the future can transport their consciousness into someone who's dying today. Oh and, wow! And then kind of take over that person's body and life, and they have a uh, kind of a director from the future that gives them missions that they have to do. Oh, cool! Uh, so it'll help impact the future more positively. Um, but it's all done in 21st century. You know, it, it's uh, it's very real approach to sci-fi. Very well acted. Yeah, it's very great writing. It's like Quantum Leap, except they never leave the body they go into. And once their missions are done, which I don't think they ever know what the end point is, but they're supposed to just live out their lives. Yeah. They're pretty much there forever. And they know they're getting more missions. Right. You know, so sometimes there'll be dead spots where they don't have a mission at all. And, oh, wow. You know, it's a, it's a basically a team. There's five primary uh, cast members. So you get to see them all interact together in their missions, and then you get to see their own individual storylines play out. Uh, so it's really neat. They have a lot of uh, different ways they can, they can go, and uh, it's, a, it's a pretty fun show to watch. Yeah, they basically read like weak links on their people they before they went into that person's body, and some of the information wasn't accurate, so they're oh, having wow. some yeah. surprises, and some of these people have families, so oh, yeah. they have to maintain that. They don't break away from that, so... Yeah, one guy's married. Yeah. So he takes over the body, and he has to go home to this woman who is his <laughs> wife. Right. <laughs> you know, and he, he cares nothing about her at all the time, you know, and it's just, it's just it's got some really cool awkward moments in that sense but it's uh it's it's pretty cool i'd recommend it to i mean 55 out of five stars i mean it's just amazing oh, yeah cool. show. i strongly recommend it um it took me probably a couple episodes to understand all the technology and what they can do and why they do what they do but it, it's once you get to know their way it's really it's really cool 
if you like those like mission shows. Oh, like, yeah. Ocean's Eleven type of like not heists, but yeah. well, sometimes heists. Sometimes, yeah, they have to do things. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's on Netflix. Eric McCormick stars in mm-hmm. it. Can't say enough good things about it. Hmm. You can check it out. It Mitch. Yeah, watch it all tonight. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. All right, so we're back. Uh, we won't talk too much about this one just because you know we have another show entirely dedicated to this. Yes. But Star Trek Discovery yes. is also out there on CBS All Access. Yes, uh, phenomenal show. Really takes a dark spin on on what Trek might mean to a lot of people, um, while still feels like Star Trek. You know, it doesn't uh, it doesn't stray so much that you you know you're wondering, well, what the hell am I even watching? You know, it's not like that at all. But uh, it is. It's it's got its own mood. Yes. To it, uh, without any question. But uh, you know, check out our um, our mission report show that where Josh and I talk about uh, all things uh, Star Trek Discovery. Yes. Uh, we just recorded a show the other night. Yep, we did. Um, we should be out any time. Yeah. So, so uh, check that out and uh, check out the show. Uh, the show's really good. Uh, I'm not sure how All Access has been doing. Do you I know? I think it's been pretty pretty good. I think they've been happy with the yeah. numbers. Performance and, is good. Okay. And, you know, Discovery got a season two yeah. greenlit. So, yeah, it's basically, you know, uh, all the written canon we know of is still valid in this universe. They just refresh the look of everything across the board. Yeah. It's very attractive. And sure. And the budget's high. So, you know, it looks expensive. It's, it it's looks awesome. cool. Yeah. yeah. They really, it's almost like feature film quality per oh, wow. episode yeah every episode feels like a movie almost right you know? it's pretty neat right yeah highly recommend it and um you know we'll talk more about this in the future but amazon prime has made a deal with all access i'm guessing it's probably after the season wraps that all access will get the show the whole season to at, amazon prime. Yeah, yeah so you oh, can cool. binge watch it yeah all at once and you can do that now with the all access that's what's nice about it and yeah you can yeah. see every episode yeah so uh, up to I, this point i think all access is a pretty good streaming um, service and there's several other things on there so yeah. and yeah and the captain of discovery is um you don't know whether you want to hate him entirely or love him i mean he's just Right. It's not your typical captain. He's not your typical captain. Like, they got um, quirks, but they're a good guy. Like, I'm this guy's actually like, scared of this person. Oh, and he's a too. fictional character. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, someone like that comes around. It's like, And I'm oh, scared of Jason crap. Isaacs, who yeah. plays him. Yeah, exactly. He's a great villain. He's yeah. been in several oh, movies. Um, the Patriot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure he's still not a villain in Star Trek. But, you know, he's <laughs> we, don't know. We, don't we don't know. We don't know. We may never know. We may never know. That's but okay. the guy is... Keep it complex. He's it's intense. Okay. Yeah, sure. Holy crap. <laughs> and then the Orville. Yes. With Seth MacFarlane's, uh, yeah. his nod to the next generation uh, Star Trek almost really blends. It's, you know, you can call it a dramedy, but it's not a typical Seth MacFarlane show where, you know, if you're looking for just fart humor or just something like that, you're not going to get it here. And in fact, he does maybe, if there's, 10 15 jokes in the show he does maybe one or two of them you know sure. <laughs> it's everyone else because he he plays the captain so he has to do it pretty straight but he uh obviously has a huge love for the genre um everyone knows how much he's always loved star trek of course. Um, and so his his uh his treatment of this has been pretty stellar i was i was hesitant to watch it 
I love Family Guy. You know, I'm like, I just don't know if I want to watch a live action Family Guy. You know, and that's how I just pictured it and couldn't have been more wrong. You know, it was just no, amazing. It's, yeah, it's a really good show. And I'm glad I ignored the critics because, you know, critics still, I don't think, are loving the show. But the audience is there and it's not. I think most critics just wrote it off. They didn't really yeah. look into it. They were just assuming it's another like family guy. Right. Of course, he's hated by a lot of people for yeah. many reasons. Uh, and, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of his, but. You know, I mean, I like I like his stuff, and I've seen his movies, and yeah. you know, like Ted, I'm not really crazy about. I did like his western movie he did. Yeah. Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty movie. funny. Yeah, that was funny. It's a fantastic show. I highly recommend it. Yeah, and you know, you're right. People don't like him sometimes, but he's just brutally honest. Yeah, you know, he uh, not afraid to pull any punches on the shows. Not afraid to call people out. Not afraid to call. Oh, yeah, oh, some man. very big call outs. Yeah, you know, and we talked about that recently too. Uh, you know, the Kevin Spacey joke. Yep. Uh, who else did he? Uh, he's called out Weinstein. He's also That's called right. out. Um, what is that? Uh, that guy. He's got uh, silver hair. Uh, Richard Gear. Oh yeah. He's made several Richard Gear jokes about gerbils. Yeah, so he he just he really is not afraid to call people out, and so I, I get why people maybe aren't on the Seth MacFarlane train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, you know the guy is genuine. He's insanely talented, mm-hmm. um, and he's another one of those guys where you know a lot of people follow him from show to show. You know, you see people, uh, the guy who voices Cleveland in Family Guy. Yeah. He's played a character. <laughs> oh, has Orville, he? Nice. And uh, you can just tell in the voice a little bit every now and then. So I looked it up, and I'm like, yeah, sure enough, that was him. <laughs> and, um, a lot of the same people that are involved with his shows are involved with the Orville. And, you know, the, the guy is just, he's, to me, he's a comedic genius. He's a good actor. Uh, he's musically insane. He's, yeah. He's right. very, he's just a... It's kind of a prodigy, you know, and uh Well I'm a little bit behind on the Orville, but is there has there been a musical episode yet? Because no, I can see it. I can there hasn't see it coming. But it's dance uh, servers. Yeah, I mean he uh they, they they do a lot of callbacks to old music to them, which is you mm-hmm. know kind of our era type well, they're stuff. They're watching and... movies on the bridge on the Oh really? Yeah, oh, that's cool. Or a TV show, whatever. <laughs> Were they watching Seinfeld? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And, yeah, like the, That's right. Yeah, so where Kramer drops a junior mint into oh, a nice. person yeah. being operated on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they uh, they have some fun, you know, and, and and they almost treat the bridge like it's an office sometimes. <laughs> so you know, there's some really cool, you know, just funny moments there. Right. But uh, you know, the second you think, oh, ha, ha, this is just a funny episode, it's not, and then it'll turn serious. And yeah, and so there's a huge balance, you know, which is why I like the show. You know, I mean, I can see something that's. It's got, got some heart. good action. It's a got a ton of heart. Of heart. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious sometimes, and really good, good cast. The prank episode people have to watch <laughs> with the with the android. Uh, I forgot <laughs> the android's name, but as you know, as an android would do, probably he took his prank a little too far. Yeah, I don't know if we want to spoil it, but it's <laughs> let's spoil it. Yeah, go Mitch for ain't it. gonna watch it. So, um, <laughs> we, yeah, it might be the same episode they saw the Seinfeld thing. It might. He be. didn't understand the humor, right? Because they're all watching it, and mm-hmm. the robots just like I don't compute. You know what yeah. this means? So he did a prank. One of the guys on the bridge did a prank on the on the robot. Didn't really get it, you know, and. Um, explain to the android that, you know, well, the funny part is pranking someone back. Yeah. You know, and so <laughs> the guy wakes up and his leg has been surgically <laughs> He tries to walk and falls. 
Oh man. The yeah. android was like, I got you, or whatever he says, you know. But As he's hopping yeah. to the bridge. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so it was really a great example of Seth MacFarlane's zero to 60 humor. <laughs> you know, taking something to the nth degree. And, well, and he hit the leg, too. Yeah. And there's another scene where so and so are in a break room and it just drops out of the it's light like, fixture. Yeah. <laughs> Just surgically removes. So great. And then he decides not to get it uh, put back on, but yeah. like a new one yeah. uh, put on. So it's growing and it's like <laughs> oh, long yeah. and weird looking and yeah. he's just like dragging it. Yeah. Oh, it's just, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> one person on a bridge wants to drink soda. You know, yeah. just all these little quirks. But then it has moments where. Uh, you know, like the the Klingon species guy, he's their Klingon, yeah. he's their wharf, if you will. And I, I don't recall his species, but they had that great episode with his child. Oh yeah, he had to go back to the planet. There's an issue with the child. I don't want to give that away because it's right. really really heartfelt and yeah. actually just shocking. I mean, this show is truly a dramedy. Yeah. It really is. It has a lot of um, just great elements of both. You know, it does uh, totally nails it. And, and sci-fi has never really tackled that. Yeah, you I know, don't think they have. And, and so Seth MacFarlane, hats off, huge fan. I couldn't be a bigger fan of this guy. Yeah, it was it's just a like, great show. It's hard. It's like uh, it's like right between serious and like a parody. Yeah, that's that's the line it's on. You know, where it draws, and whatever. it doesn't go yeah. to either. Right. You know, and it, it's it a holds balance. it it's holds balance. that balance. You know, it's pretty cool. And you know, one of the other bridge guys, they find out like way late in the series uh, so far that you know he's just off the charts intelligent his tests and his performance in academy was just huge but he all he wants to do is just a simple stupid job (laughs) (laughs) you know and and so they're trying to make him more than what he is and he's just like i don't want to (laughs) (laughs) so it's just it's kind of you know dealing with normal type situations but you know in the future and exactly uh, pretty fun show yeah. So watch it. You know, it's on Fox. Uh, it's also on Hulu. Uh, so if you have that, you can catch up on it and give it a shot. I'd at least give it a shot. Yeah, I will. First episode, yeah. at least. Maybe see if you like it. Yeah, go on the Fox app. That's okay. what you can do. Oh, yeah. And you can, okay. you can even, uh, I think, put it onto your TV, you know, cast it, yeah. Chromecast it, whatever. So, yeah, there's that option. Okay. Totally. There's commercials, of course. But oh, yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's, uh, it's, it's worth it. Yeah. Totally. Pretty is. fun stuff. Yeah. And then we got Black Panther coming out in February. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's a big movie. Big sold movie. out. You said yes. It sold out in fifteen minutes. Wow! And the one of the stars, uh, Nip- uh, Lupita Lupita Nyong'o, she couldn't even get tickets, and she helped <laughs> promote it. Know yeah. about the pre-sale? Yeah, so that's very funny. Of course, she'll be invited. Oh, to I'm the, sure uh, she'll be there. Hollywood premiere. She'll probably so, get a seat. I'm yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, she doesn't yeah. really need to worry about uh, our tickets. Yeah. She's gonna have a nice red carpet. You know, yeah. um, and it'll be all over the world promoting this film. Very excited. I hope it lives up to all the hype. I mean, I think this is this is another Wonder Woman moment, really, for the uh, yeah. I think for the African American community, and of course, fans in general who right. love this character. And this one doesn't look like it's overloaded with you know buddy cop humor. You no, know what I mean? No. It looks like it's a pretty serious film. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to take a look yeah. at it. Ryan Coogler. He did Creed and uh, Fruitville Station. So he's a great director. He's a young director. Yeah. This is like maybe his third film. Yeah, he's very powerful. He really was able to, uh, 
you know, rejuvenate the Rocky franchise with Creed, make right. it interesting. It was amazing. Creed yes. was amazing. And, you know, Creed uh, two's in the works. Right. Know, he's so. producing that. He's not directing it, but he's producing it. So, you know, probably because he's dedicated to Black right. Panther. This um it's a great project. I'm glad Marvel's getting these awesome directors. You know, at first just like with Keaton and Spider Man, you know, the negotiations fell fell through. And then they were able to overcome it and yep. uh, work on it and get to a, a, you know, come to an agreement. So, yeah, he was able to do this film and it's, it's visually uh, breathtaking. Right. The world's huge. They, the most advanced technological society on earth. Right. And yeah, I can't wait to see all of their gadgets. And I yeah. think he's got like a few more new suits and they have like all this tech with them. And, and Steve Rogers will be in it. Yeah. Will he? Will he be in so. Black Panther? Oh I, yeah, he might be. I think there was a cameo, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But right, uh, because Bucky's still right. there, uh, recovering, or so at least that's my hope. I'm yeah. just assuming. Well, just how the story's kind of going. If he's not, you're going to see him in like three You'll more see months. Him in, yeah. So that'll be cool too. Yeah. So, so yeah, for Marvel, we're going to have Black Panther, we're going to have Infinity War, and we're going to have uh, Ant Man and the Wasp yeah. for this year. And they did, they just wrapped filming on Avengers four, so yeah. it's uh, they're doing it right. Yeah, you know, like even if you're a DC fanboy, which I think most of us are. I mean, I like yeah. them all, but yeah, I'm a I'm a big Batman guy. That's why it pains me. For I can admit that you know Warner Brothers is not doing the right thing here, no. and uh, just a waste of opportunity to try to catch up, but not really commit to that. Right. You know, uh, Marvel's just they're just doing it, and a lot of um, a lot of these directors I think help break that comedic formula up right. you know because it gets overused i agree with that thor ragnarok was you know i thought it was a great fun film but yeah it was too funny i thought you yeah. know like we could have had some serious moments it's not perfect but i definitely like the the director of that uh taika watiti so you know he's very very funny guy and i think that's just what they need to keep doing i think warner brothers needs to take note and of course they are patty jenkins that's huge because yeah that's actually someone who left marvel she was going to do thor 2 right and that fell through and yeah warner brothers did a smart thing and you know grabbed her and of course they did probably have a lot of faith in what right. she could do <laughs> now they do and that'll be a challenge like we said but uh it's an exciting year i mean sadly yeah. the only thing from uh warner brothers is going to be um aquaman yep that, that's the only thing but that could really be something itself. Hopefully. That, um, yeah. I'm excited to check it out. It's going to be a little different looking uh, than what we got in Justice League. Yeah. Like the way they communicate underwater and the look in general. I don't think he has those contacts from okay. a, uh, what I've seen of like some stills, you know, the upcoming movie. But yeah. And I also wanted to throw this in. I don't know if you heard, but, you know, Todd McFarlane's working on Spawn. You know, oh, this is his yeah. first um, direct directing job something he's been passionate about he created the character yeah he's been wanting to make this film for over a decade since probably since the the first one but i guess um it's low budget so spawn isn't going to talk in this film oh he's going to be more of a predator like he's going to be like this is how suicide squad was described to me with batman like you're going to fear batman i really dug that it didn't happen but this is this is cool. I think it's going to be a lot in your head sure. type of thing, which is I think is the most um, creative you can get. It's challenging, but you don't have to worry about that CGI heavy yeah. junk, you know. So I'm excited. Are you guys uh, willing to see Spawn? Are you excited? Or? I'm willing to see it. I, mean, I want to see yeah. the trailer first. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the book. 
you know, it's still coming out every single month. Right. You know, is uh, Tom McFarland is just he's a visionary, you know, and sure. and you know he's a little polarizing to some people here and there, but uh, you can't deny. I mean, the guy is an artistic talent. Oh, I love just, watching him draw. Yeah, he does those videos all the time. Oh yeah, awesome. on Facebook that, and yeah, he's yeah. got that big computer screen. He digital draws. And he's just phenomenal. He's like bloop bloop. And it's just, it's like Bob Ross. Yeah. It's just, you know, right. It's, but uh, it's, yeah, comic books. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, man, it's great. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I know, uh, the HBO Spawn animated. That was great. That was amazing. I love You it. know, the first Spawn movie. I bought it uh, a few years back, five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Should have paid 250 I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it in theaters at the time. I had no idea who Spawn was. I saw and it in theaters as well. Um, the special effects probably helped me like it, but I never was like, this is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. It was one of those where I, I walked out and I'm like, eh, comic's so much better. You know? Right. But I didn't hate it. It was just, yeah. Know, it could have been a lot better than it was. It could was. have. And I still think, uh, as I think it's Michael Jai White. Uh-huh. I still think he'd make a great Spawn still, you know. Black so. Dynamite. Yeah. On I, gotta, I gotta see that. I gotta see that. I heard yeah. that's really funny. Hilarious. Yeah. He's he's one of those that should have got uh, more movies and bigger parts. Yeah. You know, it's, it's too bad. But yeah, I'm excited about Spawn. And yeah, there's just so much to be excited about right now. And I don't think it's dumbing down anything. Yeah, I don't you know? think so either. And if, it, if it's dumbing something down, it's because you're letting it. Right. You know, I mean... There's plenty of other brainy movies out there that are making $7, you know, if you want to watch some of those. Yeah. Uh, those will get all the critical accolades anyway. Yeah. Um, they haven't stopped making those artsy films. No, they haven't. Know, or films in general. Look at The Commuter. Yeah. With uh, Liam Neeson, he's pushing 70 and he's still doing this action bit and right. I heard it's shit. Why don't t- attack movies like that? Right. Because that's what we got before we got all these superhero movies. Yeah. I, sequels aplenty or like you said mm-hmm. remakes yeah right. starsky and hutch seriously no <laughs> please no i never saw it and you know there was a 70s cop show mm-hmm. you know but we're remaking it and it's gonna be hilarious well green and, hornet you know. you know it's that same approach you know well 21 jump street somehow they mastered it but still was like right. if you loved the original show you were gonna be pissed off so we'll see about green hornet though because that same person uh directing it is directing suicide squad too Gavin really? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Sweet. So we'll see how that's treated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Right. Um, so we'll see. That's upcoming. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I want to recommend something. I just saw this on Facebook like yesterday or day before. Someone took a like a mashup of all of these action sequences from like all these superhero movies. And most of them are not great movies. Yeah. But man, they were have they had some really good scenes. Like Green Lantern was thrown in there. Oh, wow. You know, the battle at the end. Yeah. And... Just watching all these, like, man, if I hadn't seen these films, I would think, like, wow, these are all amazing movies. Yeah. I gotta see them. <laughs> and it's just like, ugh. But it's cool to match them up. It, you get something out of the bad. Well, and that's just it. You know, even the bad movies have cool parts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, you might not like the whole movie as a whole, but, uh, yeah, there's always cool things yeah. to everything, you know, if you're, if you're just looking for it. Anything else before we uh, head on down the road? No. I think that's it. No, I don't think so. All right. Well, yeah. awesome show. Uh, sure. We appreciate everybody who listens, and uh, we'll be back sometime in the next six months with our next show. <laughs> hopefully in the next week or so. We'll yeah. 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 We'll, be, uh, we'll be back in the next week or so, and Josh and I will be uh, back in a couple nights for the uh, next mission report to yes. talk about tonight's uh, Star Trek that's going to be out. So. I'm very excited. Yeah, I am too, man. Uh, it's uh a lot of cliffhangers. It's almost a cliffhanger every show, it seems like now. I know. It's too so, much on the heart. I, it is. I, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where if 
I didn't like it so much. I would just wait for like four series to be done, you know, four seasons, and yeah. then and then dive into exactly. it. Exactly, you know. But uh, exactly, yeah. It's just it's too much fun to not watch. So, right. but uh, well, yeah. Well, have a great week, everyone. I'm Steve. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. We'll see you later. Take care. Bye. I hope your kid grows up and uh, does a lot of good stuff and doesn't get any girls pregnant and doesn't get any girls pregnant. So you think I might screw up? Well, I didn't say that, sir. Well, no, but you implied that you don't think I have the balls to do this job. Well, I am your doctor, sir, and if your balls are under par, I'll know. Can you dance or play an instrument? Uh, I can drink an entire bottle of tequila and say the alphabet. It's like she's not even herself. Could be drugs. Our first officer is not on drugs. This whole ship's on drugs. 